This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So earnings season has begun, and we are starting to see what is the reality of the decline in earnings due to the coronavirus. I think we can't even keep our charts that we always do for earnings season here up to date. We're updating them basically every day, but when we get more earnings in in the morning and then we get the batch in in the evening, it's changing pretty dramatically what the decline is expected to be both for the first quarter that um, we know hit at the end of the first quarter and now for the second quarter and even the full year starting to slide much more rapidly here. So for us, for value investors, as I said last week when I covered the price to sales ratio, to try to find cheap stocks. Um, It's going to be difficult to actually figure out what is a value using our classical valuation metrics. So while I still do like the price to sales, I do also want to be able to use the PE ratio or even the PEG, but anything with that E in there, which is the earnings is gonna be suspect here. So really the PEG isn't gonna tell me much. The PEs aren't really telling me much. Um, because no one knows what the fundamentals are really going to be. And it does seem somewhat like the entire stock market right now, with the exception of maybe like the Fangs, you know, Walmart, Kroger, a few of the names, Clorox, that are the high flyers that are doing well business-wise right now. Um, No one really knows what everyone else how the impact is going to be and how bad it's going to be. So it seems like it's one big value trap to me right here because we're going to see those earnings decline really dramatically. So um, what do we do? How do we invest right now? Um, I thought I would take a look at possibly a way to find some value stocks that may not be seeing the big earnings cuts, at least not yet, that may still come for some of these. But right now, I thought I'd take a look at the Zach's number one ranks because uh, those are the strong buys. Those are the ones where there should not be any earnings estimate cuts to get that number one rank. And again, that doesn't mean they're not gonna report earnings in the next several weeks and it's gonna be awful and those are gonna be cut too. But I thought I'd just snoop around in that list of the Zach's number one ranks. And then I added the PE under 15 to try to get the value there, even though the E is not really reliable, but neither is the rank in this case either. But just curious to see what I would get. And I did get 17 stocks in this screen, some of which, again, have not yet reported. So that's why they're showing up on the screen. But um, I thought I'd take a look at at a couple of them in there. There were a lot of unknown names in there that I did not know, so I had to kind of make my way through the list. A couple we've talked about before on the Value Investor Podcast, uh, but I picked out three this time uh, off of that list to just kind of look at, see where they are, what's going on, can they keep those earnings elevated with everything going on. And then I'm gonna talk about two other ways to invest right now and look around um, and you know, still be in stocks right here too. So 
Uh, let's dive into the three stocks that were off of the screen. So the first one is Avid Technology, and we've talked about them before on the podcast, but it's been a little while, ticker AVID. And this is a small cap um, company that does uh, media, like digital media, and they do a lot for music, TV and film production, and then news media, and they have a cloud-enabled software subscription. And so they've already put out an update on what their business was doing ahead of their earnings report. And they said they saw record growth in new paid subscriptions in the first quarter. And so that was big. Those are the cloud-enabled software subscriptions. But they did see postponement of music festivals and TV and film production are hurting those sales. And so it's like you gain on one side, but you're not on the other side. They also have shutdown of production in Mexico on the consoles, like or parts for the consoles, and that they think will be back up by the end of the second quarter. So there's also that issue going on as well. So they did withdraw full year 2020 guidance, uh, but they do have 81 million in cash as of the end of the first quarter, March 31st. And they are only with a market cap of 263 million. So that's a nice little cash hoard there. And they feel they're okay as far as their cash right now. Um, they are saying that customers are uh, on TV broadcast networks are using their services to deliver the news. So again, this is like, you're gonna see this with a lot of companies here where there's something good that could be going on, but other parts of the business are also getting hit. So these shares are only around $6 right here. They are down 28% year to date. The PE is just seven, but we don't know um, how much that will get hit. This is a small cap, so it's very lightly covered. It's not like there's 10 analysts on it. So I'm expecting the E again to still be cut, even though they have um, put out this business update, but um, everybody is being cut here. But with the shares down 28%, you know, they did get cheaper. And if you're thinking they can survive and we're still gonna need this business and their customers are gonna come back, then this is one to keep on your list. So that's Avid Technologies, A-V-I-D. Second one is bigger, big market cap, Cardinal Health. This ticker C-A-H. A lot of people are diving into this one um, because they supply the hospitals, the labs, everybody with the PPE. So obviously they are in the prime position here as long as they can get their hands on some of it. Uh, they're only down 2% year to date because again, everyone's diving in, but they still have that low PE of just 9.4 and they're reporting on May 11th. So um, we're gonna wait a couple weeks here to hear from them, but um, dividend is still for now being paid, dividend yielding 3.8%. So that's pretty nice little dividend to uh, be in while you're waiting around to see what's happening with the E on um, this company. But anybody supplying the PPE, that's where the business is and probably expected it to be for numerous more months to come here. Okay, then the third stock that I pulled out of this screen was MCOR Group, that's ticker EME, and they're kind of interesting. They do mechanical and electrical construction, 
Industrial Energy Infrastructure and Facility Services. Now, they put out a couple updates about the coronavirus, um, but they look to be reporting in the first week of May. Um, all they've said is that they, uh, well, actually, this might not even be about coronavirus. It was just before everything was going on. They did make some announcements. Um, they had $1.3 in revolving credit facility that they locked in. This was in March before everything really blew up. And they have a $300 million term loan. So that's pretty decent amount of liquidity on hand right there. They did pay their recent dividend, which is for this month of April. The board did pay this. It's only yielding 0.5%, but we know so many companies are cutting right here in order to save the cash, but MCOR is not. They paid the regular amount. It's as of April 17th, so we're recording this on April 15th. Still a little bit of time to get in there. It's paid on April 30th but again, only yielding 0.5%. Shares are down 30% year to date. And um, this one, uh, for some reason, I didn't put the PE on this one, but it's under 15, so it's got the decent E. But will the E be holding here like the others? We don't know. So those are the three of the stocks out of that screen that for right now are Zach's number one strong buys. They've not had their estimates slashed. But I wanted to point out a couple other investing opportunities just to keep in mind for us value investors here. So one of my favorite companies just reported earnings, and this kind of goes into the same thing that Avid is having of some companies are seeing something good coming out of the pandemic, but also some, some negatives. So this company was Fastenal, ticker F-A-S-T. And I always watch them because they're a bellwether on manufacturing. But I wasn't really thinking this because I know they make the fasteners and that's their main key, huge part of the business. But they also do PPE because uh, people in construction need the PPE as well. So um, they have quite a bit of that. And while business on the manufacturing side was a little sluggish to, to start the year in the in the uh, first couple of months, January and February, because manufacturing is only, you know, it's not been doing all that well. It's right around 50 on the PMI. So it's not, you know, seeing much expansion. It's at least not contracting anymore like it was in 2019, but it wasn't going gangbusters. But Mid-March, of course, as the factories manufacturing started to be shut down, the uh, fastener side of the business really plunged. So they saw fastener sales down 10.1% in March, but the safety side, which sells the PPE, was up 31% in March. And um, fasteners, bigger margins than the safety side. So um, that's not going to help them completely, but you got to like that they have at least some other part of the business that is doing pretty well. Now, Fastenal also has uh, branches, store branches, and a lot of people do buy kind of um, impulse buys when they come in. So customers are not able to come in right now. So that's going to hurt them going forward. But e-commerce was up 27% in the first quarter. It's probably up bigger now. Um, so at least they do have an e-commerce component there. But these shares down only 7% year to date. They were down as much as 22%, but they're off those lows. But this is one of the companies that I would watch 
for a bigger pullback. They're trading at 27 times, so nowhere even close to our 15 times cutoff. They are Zach's number four here, and they just reported, so they might turn into a number five strong sell as those estimates are cut. But, um, you know, this is the type where if you can get it cheap, a lot cheaper, keep it on your list and watch it. They are paying their dividend yield so far. They did say that they have enough uh, free cash flow to meet the dividend requirements. It's yielding 2.9%, but on a bigger stock pullback, that dividend yield will go up. They're not going to do any share repurchases right now. They were doing it because, again, their free cash flow is good. And they have $344 million on their revolver still available if they have to tap that. So these uh, conference calls are good, and it's good to listen on the earnings for all of these companies. It's pretty vital to find out what their cash situation looks like, whether or not that dividend you think you're going to get, you're even going to get. And what else they may see happening in the business, because, again, I was surprised that they saw this huge surge on their safety side. And because I wasn't focused on that, I was focusing on the fasteners. So keep that in mind. Okay, and then one more just idea. This I'm just putting out there, because if you're thinking you can't figure out the E at all, and you really aren't sure what are value stocks, but you still want to be investing. There's nothing wrong with the standard S&P 500 you know, ETF fund. So one that I own that I just put money into you know, randomly every once in a while is the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF, ticker V as in Victor, OO. This has low fees. There are several other um, companies out there now that have matched the Vanguard super low fee, and you can find those out there too. There's some newer ones, but go for the lowest fee because you don't want that to be eating into any of your returns. And this goes to the play that my colleague John Blank keeps emphasizing is that during this time of volatility and upheaval and super much uncertainty where we have no idea what's going to happen with earnings, um, what these companies are going to do and what the outlook for the economy really is, even in the next three to six months, then don't be a genius and just go for the basics. And one of the basics is just the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF. That ticker again is VOO. Now, maybe you're wondering, hey, why isn't she telling us to buy a value ETF here? And again, I feel like that's because we don't know what where the value even is. And so I'd just rather have a more general overall market ETF right now than trying to figure out what the values are. Now, if you already own a value ETF, there's nothing wrong with adding some money into that because they have been hammered. A lot of them own banks, uh, especially if the small cap value ETFs, they own a lot of the community banks, which have been um, really beaten down. And I will be covering the banks soon, but they're only reporting right now. And so we haven't gotten a handle yet on what they're seeing and how bad or good it may be for them. So uh, I'll be covering them in a future episode. And of course, I'm keeping my eye on the energy side because I've covered them a lot on the value investor. And it's still one of the most beaten down sectors, still in a world of pain right now. And it will be for the rest of this year. But are there any investing opportunities there? I will 
cover that as well as what the insiders are doing at some of these places as well. So you want to be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode here. You can get us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and as well on um, SoundCloud with the Market Edge podcast. There you'll get two episodes for one, but you got to search under Zach's Market Edge to get that one. And let me recap the tickers again so that you have these down. Avid Technology, AVID, they haven't reported yet. It looks like the beginning of May, May 7th is when they're reporting. So tune into that one. Cardinal Health, CAH, they are reporting on May 11th. MCOR Group, EME, they're reporting first week of May, it looks like, but they haven't confirmed it yet. Fastenal just reported FAST. So we know kind of what's going on there. And then the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF VOO is the ticker there. So as I said, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And I will be back next week because a lot is going on with the value stocks. And I'll be bringing them to you again as well as I can all during this uh, coronavirus crisis. So be sure to tune in next week and I'll see you then with some more value stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.